It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Diana Ross. So happy my cat is like appreciating you. Finally, Herman. It's only Burrow. been like a year or Dang. two. Uh, it's time to watch the Muppets. Oh my god! Speaking of cats, the Muppets. We watched the Muppets. <laughs> we watched the Diana Ross episode of the Muppet Show, airing in the UK on April fourth, nineteen eighty, and in the US on May fifteenth, nineteen eighty. Oh wow, that's kind that's of a... crazy. Right around this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, kind of late. It's in between, yeah. Well, we're recording this episode on April 5th. Yeah, but it's going to be That's what I'm saying. Like, so the episode... Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, true, true, true. Should we just get things started? Oh, let's get things started. Oh, Diana. Diana Ross. 15 seconds to curtain, Diana. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you. Scooter, by the way, who put this thing in my dressing room? Oh, well, I did. Because Kermit told me wherever you go, you have a big fan club. Mother said there'd be shows like this. <laughs> I forgot about this fan club. But it looks like a, it look, a caveman. It's like a club. A club, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is like I'm like a caveman, like this. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like Fred Flintstone would carry it to like beat a saber-toothed tiger in the backyard. Not that. And it has like little fans all over it. It's very stupid. I like that. Wait, um, before we get too far in, I know we're still on cold open, but we forgot to mention, and I'm going to mention it now, Uh um, the openers, the actual openers, they're switching it up a bit. I don't know if you noticed that. So last episode, like Beauregard and... Uh, Rolf had like a little cameo in this episode. It was like, I forget what it was, maybe Floyd or something, but it was like they keep switching up the beginnings. Yeah, it says here uh, during the Muppet Show theme, Zoot charms a snake oh, during the theme. Gonzo finds the same snake hanging out in his yeah. trumpet. So this is the return of the snake from last week's episode. It's too cool a build that they had to use him again pretty soon. Yeah. So now during introductions, Statler and Waldorf announced that they will be keeping score throughout the show. So far, the Muppets have a score of two. I feel like I agree with them. This episode already only has about a two to start. I agree. I mean, it was fine. I don't know. This episode, I'd I'd hate to just jump out the gate and be like, this episode wasn't that great. But it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. At least they knew what to do with Diana Ross, which is just like let her sing. Yes. That's all. Yeah. At least they got that right. They did get that right. Some of the songs they chose for her to sing, I'm not sure why. But like, so they did this opener and it's Eric the Parrot leads a group of small animals in singing, I Go to Rio. First of all, I love this. What a strong opener. I completely agree. I love when they start off with a weird number with like some Freaky Creek Muppets. Like there's there's these these birds and stuff. You know, like they're all different. They're not our cast. Yeah. You know, it's like when they do the pigs or whatever. It's 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 a different group, whatever. Yeah, we don't know who these are. These are like temp workers or like friends of a friend or traveling like group or something. These are just, yeah. It, it, they it, hang out backstage. It's listed as mostly birds and reptiles. Yeah. They're performing. So this song, I Go to Rio, 
is a song written by Peter W. Allen and Adrian Anderson from 1978. I wish there was a little bit more information on like what this song is. Elmo sang a few bars of this song during his February 3rd, 9th, his February 3rd, 2014 birthday celebration. Elmo's world. This number was really great, though. Like, I truly loved... It was good. The colors were great. The puppets were like, right. The, it's, so it's like this island, and, like, the penguins were, like, the little servers on the <laughs> island. Yeah. I loved that. I thought it was so cool. It was really cute. It was very well done. The it back- made me want to go on vacation. Oh, I would love an island vacation. Mm-hmm. Can do this? All right, come on. I want to be sipping a pina colada on the beach. Toes <laughs> in the sand. I would like to go to Brazil. I think that would be a great place to go. Mm-hmm. you. To press you? Yeah, to press you. Press you? <laughs> See that Jesus statue? Hell yeah! Like Big arms out. Backstage, the animals complain that the about the poor response to their song. One of the penguins even rented a tuxedo for the occasion. He's really a flamingo. <laughs> Despite this, that's really cute. Fozzie knows just what the audience needs: comedy. Before I get to the Fozzie, hiya, hiya, hiya! I want to say I've gone back to Muppets in Moscow. Oh, okay. So let me know when I can start listening again. I am on, I just started chapter 15 on my way here. Oh, so you've been like listening. I'm like, I, all of last week I've tried to take some more opportunities to listen to it. Okay. I'm really enjoying this book. It's good. I'll start listening again. It's so good. Do you know, do you remember where you left off? No. No? So much has happened in my life since I I left off. (laughs) No. Like really? But I, I, like, I just love listening to their talk about like, uh, Natasha talking about like, teaching everyone what makes the Muppets so special is so interesting. It's something that she can't physically teach. It's like they only can learn it by seeing it. She takes the Russian team. I don't mean to, if I'm spoiling this for you now, what? Oh, the the listeners. I've gotten up to the Russians and get to New York. Okay. The Russian team gets to New York and they're in like the back of the cab. Yes. But that's, I think I'm stopped there. All right. So they're like, when she takes them to New York, they finally get to see for themselves what an influence on our culture yeah. the Muppets, Sesame Street, all of them have on us, you know? And it's so neat to see because she tries to explain to them, like, this is who Elmo is, this is who Big Bird is, whatever. And they're like, I don't understand how a, a, a character that is a child will teach a child anything. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's how... That's how it that's how best we works. Do it. They like you know you just have to see it. You you might not understand it, but please yeah. trust me. And then when they finally experience it, they're like overwhelmed with this like emotion of like oh my god, of course we have to do this this way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's such a great. But how read. she convinces them to go? So in the book, it's like she has no budget and she's mm-hmm. not going to be able to pay them until they do this training in New York. Yes. So it's like they all have to have faith in her. Yeah, like they're even going to get paid. Yeah, and if you don't jump through X, Y, and Z hoops, we can't further this experience. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I mean, it, it, it's such a, a labor of love, and just like she puts so much into this. She was focused and resilient as hell. I was like practicing how you say "oulette saison." How do you say it? Oulette saison. I think Oulette saison. I've been like trying yeah. to practice saying it. I haven't heard the. If I can hear it, I can mimic it. But I, yeah. um, I haven't Oulette heard. Oulette saison, something like that. Oulette saison. Saison. Like saison is sesame. So I got to like a part where they were talking about designing their own Muppets for this show, and I'm, I had to immediately like Google it. So I like ripped through the oh, Muppet yeah. Wikia trying to see what the characters look like. And it's so cool, like, 
I don't know. I, I love this book, and I hope that this book opens the door for, like, whoever helped bring this show to Israel, to bring this show to everywhere, like, mm-hmm. that they get a chance to tell their story of it, too. I would even love just, like, a big book of all of them. You know, like, maybe there's not as much of a story as this book. Oh. It would be so cool to hear other experiences that of, like, bringing really cool. Sesame yeah. Street to... I would love to... to see in a book. Yeah. Like, just images and all of yes. that. Yes. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, I ha- I'm I'm excited to start listening to that book again. I will I will mm-hmm. do so. Yeah, it's because I, I have a um, one of my friends on Twitter, Greg. He recently started reading um, Brian J. Jones' um, Jim's biography. Jim's biography book, and um, he DMs me every couple of you know days, and he's like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> thing that happens in the book!" I'm like, oh, "I'm so excited yeah. that someone else is like getting to experience this for the first time." Yeah, it was it's a such great a special book. book. I'm so like, special. I think after maybe I finish Muppets in Moscow, I might be able to go back to some bits of yeah, that. Yeah, like read some bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of it was hard to get. The first chapter, it was like you, you, it starts with like Jim's history. Like, yes. But like. I forgot how much of like, it's it, his great, great grandpappy working a farm. And you're like, wait, okay. So this isn't even Jim yet. You're still, t- you know, like. It's so in-depth that there's parts where you're like, oh, how is this, you know? Yeah, but it's cool that they, like, went into the fact that, um, you know, like, his college years and how he met Uh his wife and all this stuff. Even, like, all of the stuff about his mother and everything was so interesting, you know? Like, the idea that his mother's experience, you know, like, the way that she brought humor to the family and everything. And you see that. And then eating in the kitchen. Oh, tell me when to stop with Uh the water. All these little bits that they would do as kids that you know, developed into this person and it's all little things that make mm-hmm. him who he was, you know? Yeah. So Fozzie's comedy acts. Fozzie gives the shortest performance of his career. Hiya, being, hiya, hiya. Bye, bye, bye. I like this. <laughs> being booed off stage before his first joke. His performance gets a rating of one and Waldorf says he's never been better. <laughs> Diana Ross sings Love Hangover as she dances with Fletcher Bird. She receives a perfect 10 from Statler and Waldorf, who announces that the score is Diana Ross 10, Muppets 3. Okay. Hmm? This Fletcher Bird, yes, it's a good dancer, but, like, I don't like it for some reason. I don't really like it either. And I, I'm just, like, turned off when I see it. I'm just like, not this fucking bird yeah, again. Yeah, there's something about it. Like, it it's... mostly shows up when there's, like, these great performances. You know, oh, we saw it with Leo Sayer with Liberace. Well, because it's like they put Lola a dancer Falana. in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I... But I don't, I just, the design You're not of it, Big they, Bird, dog. But, like, I You're don't. You're not Big Bird. But, like, I don't <laughs> mind those, those, like, big, like, what is that, Monster Timmy, Timmy Monster, uh-huh. like, that sort of a the thing. The guys in a suit, usually, you don't mind. You're saying, no, like, I don't mind that. Uh-huh. There's something about that bird, I don't like I'm that. telling you, it's because it's not Big Bird. It's, like, this other bird. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. even look like a Muppet. No, it me. doesn't. It looks like a fake, it looks like a Eureka's Castle Jubilee Muppet. Zoo, yeah. Eureka's Castle, yeah, it's a little a off. window, it's not. It's not Right. Yeah, it's from those other people. <laughs> Diana Ross comes backstage to thank Fozzie for warming up the terrific audience for her. She then says of the audience, when they love you, they don't hold back. Fozzie adds to that comment, when they hate you, they don't hold back either. <laughs> My God. The Gilly Brothers are next, and they sing, 
Antichovy. The audience's response is not a pretty one. I love these fish, though. I love, oh, you! I love like a barbershop. They're quartet so like that. cool. What did these these fish sang a couple episodes ago, and we loved it also. Yeah, I love this. I love this gig. I, you know what, I wasn't into this episode. What the booing? I, I'm like not a fan of it. Like it brings it down the for me. Of it, yeah. And even though it was supposed to be like a joke that they were being booed, it became really annoying to me. I feel like these episodes should have been flipped. The Alan Arkin episode was such a strong episode; it would have been a perfect way to stick Finale, the landing yeah. for the season. You know, but this one, yeah, it's a little. I don't know. It's underwhelming. Diana Ross is incredible, and I guess that's what they were hoping to With just bank Carrie, the whole thing yeah. on. But it wasn't enough. This song, Antichovy, performed by the Gillis, the, sorry, the Gills Brothers, is a parody of a song, The Old Grey Goose is Dead by David Allen Coe. The Old Grey Goose is Dead. So now when the Gills Brothers return backstage, they are nothing but skeletons in suits. I was just like, oh my god. When asked what happened, they explained, they were laying for us. The audience member even brought him a bottle of tartar they were laying for us? What the fuck does that mean? When asked what happened, they explained that they were laying for us. One audience member even brought him a bottle of tartar sauce. I don't know what that means, but I, I, don't know I that got means. that they wanted to eat the fish. Yes. Yeah. By the tartar sauce context and, But clue. the skeletons, they're so cool looking. They Just are like, cool looking. It reminds very Beetlejuice to me. Yeah. Oh my God, Beetlejuice. So Kermit stops by Diana's dressing room to discuss the problems they're having with the show. She tries to comfort him, suggesting that he sends one of the Muppets surefire acts. However, any idea to come up with Kermit thinks would be a mistake until they finally decide on pigs in space. Okay, so this one they were like trying to figure out what to put on. Yeah. I literally kept going in my head. Just go to Pigs in Space. Pigs in Space. <laughs> Save and, the show. Go and to Pigs in why Space. They, and I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I was like, yeah, Pigs in Space is a good... Like, no matter what, it's good. I think it's stronger than... Um, than Vets Hospital? Vets Hospital. Oh, definitely. It's stronger than Vets Hospital. Vets Hospital is a little bit more on... it, Like... Uh, corny jokes. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. And versus like sometimes, Pigs in Space has kind of a high concept usually. Exactly. You know? Some, sometimes Vet, Vet's Hospital has some like funny corny jokes but it's like it's like a one thing. One yeah. thing. One thing. One thing. But like Pigs in Space is really fun. Like it's a little bit more dynamic and versatile. Yeah. The scientific genius Dr. Julia Strangepork must fix the lighter of Captain Link Hogthrob. When First Mate Piggy arrives to assist in this difficult operation, she is met with the hissing of an angry audience and so leaves the stage. The hissing turns out to be not from the audience, but from a gas leak in Link's lighter. Strangeport accidentally drops the lighter by the tank of nitroglycerin in a darker area of the bridge. So Link lights a match to try to find it and the bridge explodes. I love that they just ended the, this like, with an explosion. The build of like the oh I don't know let's check and and like the build to of stupidity 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 to then an explosion was fantastic. It was perfect. This, this might have been one of my favorite pigs in space. I like lately. pigs in space a lot. Like I sometimes they mess up, but like the, the one episode where Piggy wears those shoes. Mm-hmm. Like that was ridiculous. That was so fucking funny. She like <laughs> flops her feet on the desk and everything. It's ridiculous. Oh my god. So the UK spot Beaker sings feelings, which he renders a me me. Me 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 me.
the audience boo speaker, but Animal is there to quiet them down. This was so fucking funny. Why have they not done this before? But I was so pissed about the booing. Like, the yes. booing was ruining it took away it for from me. It. Oh, my it God. It did. But, like, me, 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 I me, me, loved me. this. Very funny. This was a top for me. Beaker is punk rock. I fucking love him. Beaker. <laughs> He's awesome. So, this is a well-known ballad performed by in the 1970s by Morris Albert. This song, I like, like the name Morris. Morris? Morris is a cool name, I feel like, for a cat. Oh, good idea Morris when I get my next cat. cat. Right? Yeah, call him Morris. Uh, this song definitely. always reminds me of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. She sings this song to herself when she's, like, trying to um, seem hopeless so that, like, the uh, the vampires come out to try to attack her. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Next, Diana sings The Last Time I Saw Him, starting out backstage with Floyd Pepper and Dr. T. Hey, eventually, man. <laughs> eventually moving to the performance on stage with the rest of the Electric Mayhem. Hey, man. Last Time I Saw Him. I know all the, of these songs sound like slightly familiar. The I don't last know time why. I saw Richard is a is a jewel as uh, a Joni Mitchell song. The last time I saw Richard is a Joni Mitchell song, but I don't know the last time I saw. Whoever. This is a Diana Ross song. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like what are Diana Ross's like big songs? Oh my god, baby love, and then like she, is that her? Love, I don't know, but she's um the Supremes. She's the leader of the Supremes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And she has that, that movie about her life, Mahogany, I think it's called. She was in The Wizard of... Uh, not The Wizard of Oz. She was on in The Wiz. The Wiz. Okay. Yeah, now... Okay. I don't know. Like, Diana Ross... Of course, I know Diana Ross as a name, but I couldn't think of, like... You know, I couldn't think of, like, her big hits. That's all. Uh, Where are we? Sorry, I left the notes. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
you it's visceral yeah it's visceral circa survive does a cover of that song that's incredible it's good but it's like, nothing like this yeah you have to, right, it's cool. like it's this and burn song is way more haunting cool i love that song and it starts it starts off like almost shaky at first when she first opens her uh-huh. mouth and it's insane that's awesome. It's like the Timothy drums Bjork. are in it, and like, oh, it's fucking so incredible. Have you ever seen Bjork live? I wish. Yeah, we got to make that happen. I wish. We like last summer we willed this like um, Latigra into existence. Right, we're gonna go see Latigra in a couple weeks, so we have to try to put that out there. Let's. We're oh, we are gonna see Latigra in a couple. We're gonna weeks. see Latigra in a couple weeks. Yeah. At this point, because we opted um, for Philadelphia instead of Brooklyn yeah. because of Such a lot a of reasons, and I never in my life thought I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Philadelphia instead of New York, but willingly, I will willingly go to the show in. <laughs> Philadelphia, as opposed to the the Latigre show in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely good on like Brooklyn. many levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Kermit asks for an act to follow Diana Ross, everybody hides. Everybody except the great Gonzo, of course. Gonzo has prepared an act which can only be described as indescribable. Kermit agrees to it. Why not? The curtain opens for Gonzo on stage with a swinging rubber tire. A flaming torch and a cow. And a cow. She she replaced the typewriter. (laughs) The act goes no further and he the act goes no further and he is pelted with vegetables. He receives a negative six from Waldorf. I think like that was so rude. So rude. We are here for Gonzo. Let Gonzo do his bit. I thought Gonzo was really gonna stick it out, but he couldn't. They made it physically impossible. He, who's going to follow up Diana Ross? No one can really do no, it. Gonzo's no one can like, fucking I'll do give that. it a shot. Yeah. Let me let me give it a shot. Just ask the Supremes who could follow up Diana Ross. It's not easy. It's not <laughs> is easy. Is the Supremes the one that the movie Dreamgirls is about? I think so. Okay. So now backstage, Gonzo reveals that he... I love biopics. Why didn't I see Dreamgirls? You haven't seen Dreamgirls? No. Oh, yeah. You love a biopic. I'm so... Like, what's wrong but with me? But maybe that's not a biopic because it's too, like... I think it's kind of, like... You know, uh, oh yeah. You know, like a a Diana Ross. Did you see the Tammy Faye biopic? I did not. You need to watch it with Andrew Garfield and Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. No, no, no. Seriously, like I haven't seen it. Is it good? You have to watch this movie. So I only know Tammy Faye from her like later crazy years when she was on like the um. Please watch this movie. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I gotta watch that. I feel like I watched another one recent, like a biopic kind of thing that I wanted to talk to you about, but I can't think of it now. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, you know what I did do the other day? I replaced the battery in my PlayStation 4 controller because I'm going to finally play The Last of Us. So we'll be able to talk about that in a couple weeks. You know what? I was, I'm still playing The Last of Us 2 and I decided to change my game. I'm not playing it right now, but I'm like whatever like you kind of play as this person that you're sort of an enemy with Uh like it switches characters a lot in that game yeah i'm like i don't want to play as this person yeah like i don't have the you don't care about their story it's like i am i'm so affected by the story yeah it's very funny but i should play it i just need to finish the game and i'm thinking about playing uncharted again for because what other game can i play i was gonna ask you what you're playing so i finally turned my playstation on after like the longest hiatus and my battery in my controller was so Your dead that I had to replace it. Your battery is low. Is Let me go. I, I've never heard of that. I like Googled it and I'm like, oh. It's a rechargeable. Yeah. And it's just so, it was so completely dead that I had to replace it. 
And I was really excited that I was able to do it myself. I have a lot of games over here. I have like a golf. I mean, I buy used games exclusively because I refuse to pay full price. Well, you do have a lot of games. But I do want to play... Don't spoil me for saying this, but I mean, not spoil me, cancel me for saying this, but I really want to play the Harry Potter game. I do. I'm sorry. I just do. Don't spoil me. I mean, cancel me. (laughs) I want to ride a broom. Fuck off. So if you want some assistance in that, I will say. I have Tomb Raider. People tell you that's good. I heard that the Harry Potter game, someone, the people who created the game bought the license from her. So she doesn't actually make any money from the sale of the game. Yeah. Because she's already made her nut from... Her nut. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I did not just say nut to try to pigeon to like force this in. Did you see the video going around on Twitter and shit last week of this woman, Megan? I will pull it up for you and show you if you haven't seen it. But she's like talking about like pleasing her man. And she says, when he wakes up, he gets to nut. When he gets ready for work, Another nut before he leaves the house. I need to pull this video up for you. It's no, so I've never funny. seen it. But when you said, "Did you see this video?" You know, it automatically came up for me, and I don't know why. What? Do you remember the video of like the guy with the leprechaun and how they were like, "Oh no, he's a real leprechaun. I saw him." And there's like town drama. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, and it's like here's a I, I am like really dating myself. <laughs> You're an idiot. I know. Okay, I'm gonna show you this video. It's so goddamn funny. <laughs> I am scared to watch it. It's just like, I don't know, it's some sort of like, it's a woman being interviewed on a podcast or something. You know, like how on TikTok and Instagram reels and stuff, there's a lot of just like video clips of people talking on podcasts. I'm telling you, Doug, we should record our podcast physically. We really should be because we're missing out on this whole market. It is a whole market. People talking about stuff. And and this is what I love about Spotify. uh I've started listening to podcasts on Spotify. Really? Yeah, because if there's a video portion of it, it's so easy to switch back and forth between the video and just the sound. What? Can you do that? I found the video. Uh (laughs) Someone shared the picture from it. And it's me in the ISH2 writer's room. He's getting another nut. Oh, my God. I need to find you the full video. Okay. Please. I'm Just keep vamping. Sorry. It's, like, going to take me a minute. Ladies, leave your man at home. So if anybody else is interested in, is a single man, is interested in nutting before they go to work, (laughs) I do have a friend who is single who is probably like that. Not going to lie. Okay. I think I found it. Here you go. You ready? Yeah. Empty nuts. So then I saw this picture and it says, okay, honey, it's time for your bedtime nut. <laughs> it's like when E.T. is like a dried up husk. <laughs> oh, man. Megan, this is the internet you miss when you're just like, when you have to shut down. When you're, yeah, when you, you, when you, you know, you're turned off. You have I'm to, turned off. My head's fully up my own ass. Oh, you have to, you have to, you know, 
open yourself up to the possibilities open of these things your on the heart internet. To the internet. Oh my god, that fucking that was all last week was just he gets seeing to nut. So funny. What a fucking bizarre thing. That she definitely went to Olbridge High School. She definitely went to Olbridge High School. <laughs> There's no way around it. Yeah, no way. And the <laughs> and moved to LA when she says <laughs> that she called she what drives to his office. Parks outside, calls him, and says, "Come on outside. It's time to nut." Come, give me a break. Also, nut, disgusting, disgusting. The expression. It just reminds me of when my here listen, listen to my brother talk about things, and he says things like that, and he's like, no. "Oh, you know, no. I'm like, I just want to get my nut." No. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, ugh. ugh. Okay, okay. Ugh. Back to the Muppets. Back to the Muppets. <laughs> Before she sings her last song, Diana asks for Fozzie to join her on stage and relate the joke he told her earlier. Fozzie refuses, afraid to do so, knowing that the audience will boo him off. Diana agrees to the joke with him. Hi-ya, hi-ya, and, hi-ya. She's, and she's a hit. She then sings Reach Out and Touch. Reach but, Out and Touch. That's babe. all I can think of. Your own. And do you get the like, advertisement uh, uh, for their tour? I was getting that, the Live Nation advertisement for Depeche Mode's tour. I didn't know Depeche Mode was on tour. And I get Manskin or whatever. Oh, that's the, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all made about me, go. This is all made about me, go. And I'm begging, begging you. It's like... <laughs> oh, my God. It's like... I, I don't know who they're... They're like... Alien Ant Farm mixed yes. with mixed with like oh my god they're Alien Ant Farm for a new generation yeah it's like mixed oh yeah oh my god yes they have a like that is a fucking four four tops right Frankie Valli Four Seasons song oh begging yeah. yeah it's an old it's, it's an insane old day. Yeah. how like this reminds me of a couple years ago I was at my old day job <laughs> and um what is oh my god. What is this? Is it Stand By Me? You know, like, darling, darling, stand by me. So that song was in a new Final Fantasy game, like, three or four years ago, whatever, at this time. And um, I was in the back room in this one Walmart that I was working in, and this older woman was listening to that song on her radio while she was checking in whatever merchandise. And this guy comes in, he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you listened to this kind of music. And the woman was like, what are you what are you talking about? And he's like, this song's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, this is from when I was literally a child. She's like in her 60s, 70s, you know. And he's like, no way. And she's like, yeah, what are you talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. And he like only knows it from this like video Like a game. sample. Yeah, yeah, he thinks that like this song is, you know, I guess new or whatever. That's awesome. They should it's re-release crazy, right? all these old songs as new. They might as well on TikTok, the way things go like viral for no oh reason. Oh my god, like, it's so true. Like, even think about like, why was that Micah song so huge? Mika, however you say his name. It was just that song Grace Kelly, the I could be brown, I could be blue. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, that yeah, song yeah, was from yeah. like 2006 or something yeah. like that. And it just had like a, a huge lot of song, Yeah, a lot know? of songs in TikTok. And it's had so weird moments. after all this time that they. Like, I I love that Gen Z is just discovering like things and like. I just learned about this, and they get on TikTok uh-huh. and talk about TikTok, TikTok, and talk about things like yeah. that. You're like, duh. There was another like <laughs> video that started going around again on Twitter this week, and it was of like kids in high school in like 2002 was what they were and someone was like wow high school in 2002 seemed lit 
That's and how he felt like, about the 90s. It's just people existing. And yeah. they're like waving to the camera and they're walking through the hallways. And someone was like. like they're mushroom cocks. The best response I saw to the it was chokers. like, uh, no, this was not a lit time. Uh, if you cleaned under your armpits, people would call you the F slur. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> like, so true. Yeah, like, no, it wasn't no. that cool. No, Don't it wasn't. Worry about it. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, no. Okay, so now at closing. After hearing Diana's success when she told the joke, Fozzie is in full is full of confidence to tell another, and it doesn't work. Ay, ay, ay. After the credits, Statler and Waldorf are no longer keeping score. Instead, they are keeping snore. Megan, this was thrilling to me. In Statler and Waldorf's box, they're hunched over the box. Z's. And they have Z's on a card. Yeah. Do you know... So now I collected all of the Lego Muppets line from last April, right? Oh, really? The Statler or Waldorf, I don't remember which one came with it. One of them came with a card that said ZZZ. And this is the first time we're seeing it. And I'm like, this is the worst prop to come with a Lego at the time. Because I'm like, what the fuck is is this this from? And it's from this one bit. Now I'm like, that's incredible. They took a stupid gag from a random episode of The Muppet Show. A deep cut. Yeah, and they made it a full accessory for a Lego figure. that's pretty cool. So strange, right? Same old song. Why can't I think of any Supreme songs? But with a different meaning when you were gone. So I read a book recently that you actually sold me from your store, and it's called American Cult. Yeah. And I learned that the Cheesecake Factory was actually started by a cult. Oh my god, you text me about this. You, you didn't go have into to, it. No, because it's it's literally you just have to read a the three thing. pager. Uh-huh. It's so quick. If you have another copy in your shop, yeah. you need to fucking read it. Yeah. Like I'm not it's in the beginning of the book. That's crazy. It's like the fourth story probably. I love that, that that book is like completely your alley. Like it's just a I weird I saw somebody online like post about like getting it and yeah. I was like I text you literally immediately yeah. and I said, "Can you get me this book?" Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite book. Of, it's one of my favorite uh, graphic novels. It's super, a bunch of short, short stories. It's vignettes about cults created in the U.S. specifically. Yeah. And it starts off in like uh, the Pilgrim days and stuff like that. Jesus it's Christ. fucking cool. Uh-huh. It's really, It's a real really rich cool. history of cults, man. <laughs> oh, man, though. It's so cool. You know what I think is amazing nowadays is, you know, back in the day, before they did a, like, um, a video documentary of this, I read that book about um, Scientology. Uh-huh. And um, David Miscavige is like... Where is Shelley Miscavige? Yeah, but where's David now? He disappeared, too, know. because they yeah. want to... They have a warrant for him now. He has no to... Way. Yeah. Not a warrant. What is that called when you have to go to court? Like a subpoena. Yeah, he's He's been been subpoenaed, subpoenaed. I think, yeah. I just looked up the Supreme songs, Megan, and we're so dumb. Baby Love. Oh, yeah. Baby Love. You Can't Hurry Love. love. Oh, my God. Can't Hurry Love is my favorite. Stop in the Name of Love. You Can't Hurry Love. Oh, you just have to wait. I said, love, don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. Hey, that's how I learned that... You can't hurry love. No, I literally. You just have to. What? No, no, Hold no. On. But this song has stayed with you me. You just have to yeah, wait. And it don't come easy. It's a game of give it's and take. It's a game of give and take. It is. Damn. Diana. Those are words of wisdom. Absolutely. So when this episode aired on Nickelodeon, the Gills Brothers Act was cut. So stupid. They that cut was one some of the, better of the best ones. shit, man. I know. This all around was a... Okay. Ooh, what rating would you give this episode? I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. 
four and a half. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four and a half because Diana Ross is the bomb. But Diana you know. Ross was great. And she wore that like, she wore this metallic gold jumpsuit <sighs> in an uh-huh. act. And I, I swear to God, my mom had, I have a picture of my mom wearing something very similar. <laughs> Megan, Megan, Megan. Are you talking about season five opener? Next week, we start season five. Our first episode. Oh, it's the beginning of the end of this run. We have to like. We have to have a very special like series finale. Yeah, yeah, we have to. Like, we have to like have like probably going to make a meal out of it. We should probably do like after the season's done. We do a best of season one, best of season two, best of season three, whatever, and so on. I think we really have to. Next week, though, we're watching the Gene Kelly episode, episode five hundred one. Gene Kelly is under the impression that he's a guest. That is, he's going to sit and watch, Be but not guest. perform on stage. Frantic, Kermit tricks him into performing by asking him to give him a dance lesson on stage. Kermit plans cool. a surprise closing number, Singing in the Rain. Gene refuses, <gasps> um, saying in the rain. that he doesn't think he'll ever sing the song as well as he did in the movie. I don't do that anymore. There's way more premise listed here, but I feel like I don't want to give no. away any more no, spoilers. No, no. That's good. This goes on for like another paragraph. No, no, no. That's great. Insane. That's all we need. So Gene Kelly. Week, yeah, come on. That's fucking awesome. So next week, we're going to watch the Gene Kelly episode. Until then, you can follow us online at ITTWTM. And thanks for the gumball, the win. You didn't say message us. Oh, message us. Rate and review us on on, on iTunes. And until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs>